Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Chat with Lexi Frat, and I'm your host, Lexi. Guys, it has been too long, way, way too long since I have recorded an episode. Um, it's made me sad to not be able to get on the mic and chat it up with you guys. Um, but I did start my second year of PA school and it's been a lot, but I'm, you know, figuring out my time management and the different course load and how often we have exams, stuff like that. So it's been good trying to figure that out. And, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to find passion for another pro for a project again. Um, because, I never really felt like I was in a rut necessarily. I think that I put some pressure on myself to make sure that I had a good episode every week. Um, and then maybe that got to me. I don't know. I don't know if I was necessarily feeling as much inspiration for episodes. And But we're back though. We're back and we, we got it going on. Um, so in today's episode, I th I'm going to do the updates because obviously there are a lot. Just kidding. Not really anything. Um, and then talk about how my second year of PA school is going. And then I really want to delve into books. I think that especially if you are listening to this and you graduated college, um, you're not in grad school, or even if you're in college and maybe you have some more time or don't really want to, not that we don't want to watch Netflix, but maybe you want to think about doing other things than binging some shows. And instead of, you know, going on TikTok for the last 45 minutes before you go to bed, you end up reading a book and um, reading for like 20 minutes before you sleep. So I have some good options for you, some different genres, but you'll be able to see that I typically choose a very similar genre. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the updates, PA school, and then get into the books. It's going to be a short episode, but you know, I've got to start it, start a little slow, then we're going to get into it, get some new guests, hopefully still going to try to do it um, via the internet. I don't really know how to say that. The, not like a personal interview um, as COVID is still a real thing. So we will see how I can do that since I only have one mic. Um, it's probably going to be better to do it via the internet. Once again, words are hard. I had a huge exam yesterday, so um, my brain supply is limited. I'm not even sure if I said that right. Um, okay. So my updates. <sighs> Yeah, mainly the PA school starting up again. It's been good. Everything's a lot more applicable. So much more interesting. I've been loving it so far because I feel like there's been a change in my brain where I really um, am interpreting a lot of things medically and seeing certain things and thinking it's like a medical instrument from our physical exam. Um, but I've just been thinking consciously a lot more about the human body and different conditions, diagnoses, diagnoses rather, and um, I don't know, it, it's been awesome, it, it's crazy, I was talking to my cousin and how the medical, like, the human body will, is always changing and ever-changing, so the medical community is always ever-flowing with knowledge, and it's never constant, so it's awesome to be able to to continue learning, and I'm very excited to um, learn throughout my career, because I wouldn't want to be something that, be in something where it plateaus. I think in most careers, it's an ever-changing flow of information, but I think especially as we learn new drugs, medications, different diseases, um, you're just, so many things are changing. So that's something, the unpredictability of it is nice, but also the predictability of it, because there is a lot that we know. Um, so I take comfort in that. Um, I am at home. 
I'm not living in Boston, sad face, but it has been nice to be home. It's a comfort about being at home, and I love the fall foliage here. I felt like every time I was in Boston, if anyone from Boston is hearing this, sorry, but I just felt like when I was in Boston, I really didn't get the fall vibes. It's a lot of city, and so there's a couple trees, and you know, you can see them turn different colors, but I feel like it was very kind of summery short fall and then just like straight up winter um but I like even just being an hour away and I'm surrounded by this amazing fall foliage and I feel like I'm very much able to appreciate it oh my gosh guys I have a huge update actually it's not that huge but it's big for me um so I do have a bit of a shopping issue problem some would say I have this thing where when I'm stressed, I peruse online. In my years of college, um, I would always look and send things to my friends to be like, should I get this? And I think people actually thought that I bought a lot of that stuff, but I never really did. Um, Most of the time, I didn't have any money to buy anything, but I was always looking. And so over quarantine, I just took that whole like thinking about stuff to buy and just took it away. And I was just impulsive as crap. I would just be like, oh, I like this. I'm sad in my house. I'm going to buy it. And I would be like, oh, I work out all the time. So I'm going to like, you know, buy some new leggings and that's fine. It's a, I can see my thought process in that, but dude, did I need all of it? No, definitely not. And so I tested myself because I felt like every single day, like when I was stressed, I would look at Poshmark, Depop, and I'd be like, oh, this is really cute. Because one of the ways that I express myself is through fashion. So I do like to keep up with like trends and I also like to thrift. So I'll go into Salvation Army and I love Poshmark and Depop and stuff. And so I like to find the deals and that's just not good. So I recognize that. I recognize the impulsivity. I recognize that it was one of my managers for stress and that's not good for myself, my bank account, anything. Like I should be handling things normally and not constantly looking at stuff to buy. So I said one month, no shopping for clothes, shoes, anything like jewelry, nothing along that matter. Like I did buy books, um, candle, like groceries and stuff, like necessary things. Not that candles are necessarily necessary, but um, things that just weren't to wear, I guess. And so not to be insensitive, but I am like a little over two weeks sober from buying clothes and that's been great. Um, It's been a little sad, but... I have this running list of things that I genuinely want and then I think about it and if I really, really do like it, then I will buy it like October 15th. But having this time, I I go through different changes. Like my thought process is like, oh my gosh, I really like this like flannel zipper thing. And then the next day I'm like, what was I even thinking? I would have bought that that day because I'd I'd just be like, I liked it. So I really want to get into this habit of like, If I really think something's cute, I give it two weeks. And then if I really think I need it, because I'm also a student, I got to remind myself that. Like, who do I think I am? Um, But I think it's because I buy things pretty inexpensively that I think it doesn't add up, but 100% it does. So um, I have two weeks left. I have a running list of things that I like. And then at the end, I'm going to think about it. And, you know, we got Christmas, birthday, stuff like that. It's a nice six-year anniversary. So... I have things where maybe I could ask for stuff, but it's mostly just workout things and cute shirts. But I, it gave me an opportunity to look through my closet and be like, what do I actually need? I've sold a lot of stuff. 
Um, and I really like classic things. I never really go out of style. That's really what I'm focusing on. I'm not trying to be as trendy because I do understand fast fashion is very much a thing. Um, yeah, it kind of stinks. <laughs> like I just love cute things and I love being comfortable and it has sh- shifted my process where I'm not looking at, you know, cute boots. Like I'm not wearing those. I have like one day a week where I do something fun that's outside. Like most days I don't even know what temperature it is because I'm inside studying or in class. Um, or doing, but I don't know. Like it's just, I'm not really wearing jeans. So it's mostly like sweatpants and I do like to like cute when I'm casual, but if I, if I go outside, it's to get like a coffee and come back. So it's not like a lot's happening over here. And this is a good thing that I've done for myself, but also we made it interesting that if I lost, like I ended up buying something that I would have, Lucas and I made a bet that I would have to eat Taco Bell. And I know some of you love Taco Bell, but I've never had Taco Bell. I'm not really a fast food person. So I didn't really want to have like, you know, GI problems. (laughs) And then um, if I win, then Lucas has to take me apple picking. Don't know if he remembers that part of the the bet, but we are going to go in October. Just you wait. So um, yeah, that's like definitely an update. I went um, shopping. Oh, I didn't shop for myself. But, like I went in with my cousin and it was hard. I will admit it was difficult because everything was so dang cute. Everything was so soft. If something is soft, I'm done. I freaking love it. I'm there. If it's cute, soft, I'll wear it all day. Um, so that's that's how you get me and you reel me in. But I held it together. I really, I really did. Um, yeah, like I, I just have to get rid of that impulsivity. I have to get rid of using it as like a coping mechanism while I'm stressed out with school being like, oh, at least I like look cute. But no, that's just not a thing. I got to get out of that. Um, so yeah, I've been selling a lot of this stuff, but, and then I have this clothing budget. And so if I like make any money selling stuff, I'll put it in this envelope. And then once October 15th hits, I'll be able to like have this set budget. And then I'm trying to, I think, do it in November. Um, so do like another month or maybe like two weeks because in reality, what do I actually need to buy? It's not fair for me to think that I can. So this has definitely been a game changer. Uh, just, you know, taking time. I know many people don't buy things for like months or years. So sorry about that. Um, that those are pretty much the updates. Um, I'm going to get back into cooking again. I mean, I have been cooking it's just nothing like that unique just because most of my days are are literally studying. I sound so boring, but that's just the life that I live. But um, I do not have an exam this week, so maybe I'll make something fun like pumpkin-y. Um, Lucas says that I'm going to turn into a pumpkin by the amount of pumpkin stuff that I um, eat, so it's probably true. But I have this amazing pumpkin latte from this place back home that is like a homemade pumpkin sauce. With the almond milk and chai. Woo-wee. That, w- that hit. But it was so expensive. I will never do it again. Maybe like once a month if that. And that's like two months left to fall or one month. So probably won't get it again. And then I ended up trying the... Because I had a free drink and I got one for Lucas as well. And I had the iced chai with the pumpkin cold foam. Probably 600 calories. And it was good. It was very sweet. But it was literally $6.70 for a grande. Like I'm pretty sure they messed something up. I was like, guys unfathomable like that's like three of my ice black ice coffees like that's crazy so I have been drinking a lot of coffee at home which I'm proud of myself for and I actually like it a lot better but I did just get an iced coffee today from one of my favorite places and it hit real hard it was so good 
Um, but I've just been enjoying making coffee at home. That's another update is that I actually like it better than, than going out, but sometimes you kind of have to, or it's like a motivator. If you get something cute at Starbucks or something, or like go to a local cafe to support small businesses. So you can go either way. Um, that is those updates. And then in regards to PA school, oh man, it is intense, but I do like, really love it. And I love uh, being able to communicate with my friends. I go into Boston once a week for lab. And that's awesome because like, there's a lot of things that you can't learn over the computer. You got to be there to, you know, like take somebody's pressure, look at somebody's eyes, look through their nose, check their ear, like ear canal, any of those things. Can't really do that over the internet. I know some people had to. Uh, because right in the start of COVID, but my school has made it very safe. Um, we get tested every week, so definitely love that part. And yeah, my classes are very interesting. My professors are amazing. Um, I have a great group to study with, and I do I do love it. It's just weird going from the stark contrast of this summer to just swan diving right into schoolwork. Um, yeah, like literally doing nothing, barely using my brain, and then using all of it. I felt very empty yesterday after my exam because it was a crazy amount of information, but I am very proud of myself, proud of my friends, proud of my whole PA class that we really did it. It's it's definitely unprecedented circumstances having to learn online, but I, I have been loving doing Zoom because you can just wake up at 7.55, roll out, 8 a.m., get your Zoom, baby, go to your class, make your coffee, have a little breakfast get a five minute break. It's awesome. You can like shower in between classes because you got 10 minutes. You can, I've been on the treadmill while I'm in class. It's awesome. I actually really do like it. It's, it's very more personal to, to you and your schedule. And I feel like there's so much more time for me to be efficient and not waste time, not in class, like doing these extraneous activities, like working out or showering (laughs) making food like after class I can just study um and I just feel like I can fill up my time more efficiently so that has actually been really nice doing it online um I do appreciate that so uh, yeah I think that's pretty much it like it's it's been great I I can't believe how much I actually do know it's crazy I can't wait to be a provider and know so much so much more because it's only October and I'm in it to win it until May and then we get our or April May and then we go on rotations and I'm just still learning so I'm just so excited to see my brain capacity at that time and how much I can hold in there um so enough of that because I know that's not really relevant to everyone not everyone's in grad school, PA school, school in general. So, but everyone, you know, likes books. I just made a blanket statement. Not everyone does. Maybe some people, you know, can't read. That is, that is a true fact. But if you do like to read, here we go. Also, I have some podcasts and some TV shows that I'm going to include. This is for your entertainment needs. These books that I'm going to talk about in the beginning. So these are not like educational in any way. These are more like I love a good crime thriller, love a good, like, twist mystery, um, Little Fires Everywhere, bomb, that was wicked good, I haven't watched the show, I've heard it's a little exaggerated, I mean, you're never gonna make a show or movie better than the book, I mean, it's very rare, that was in, that was an amazing book, I really do think it, like, lived up to the hype, um, 
yeah, it was it was well it it's like well played. It, you can just fly right through it pretty much. The beginning it's a little slow, and then it's just like everything's happening like all at once. Um, I do think that's a great wreck. Little fires everywhere. I don't want to like, give away anything too much, but it is easy for someone my age to read, and I think it's easy for anyone like older because there are certain characters that you can not necessarily relate to, but can like see through their eyes. Um, it gives you a lot of perspective. I think that it, that even ties into some like race issues and um, social issues. I think the author did a great job encompassing all that. Next one, The Guest List, fire. So good. One of my best books. One of my favorites. It was so good. I honestly, like, it was set in Ireland. I don't want to say it was a crazy twist because then you're going to expect a crazy twist, but it was so good. Um, The Dinner. I'm really giving, like, the worst synopsis because I'm giving you nothing about it, but just trust me. These are fire books. The Dinner wasn't sure if I was going to put this in there because it was slow in the beginning and it's a very aggravating book, but I did read it in like two days and I did, I did enjoy it. Um, you're invested. All these books are like investing books. (laughs) What? I don't know what that means. Like you're invested. Like they, they make it so, they reel you in so hard that you don't want to do anything else. Like I would just be thinking about reading this book and like wanting to finish it. But that's how I am with most of my books. If it doesn't reel me in, then Maybe I won't finish it or I feel like I do. I have a, a good picking for books. I guess like there's one book that I got that Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I also always listen to what Reese Witherspoon says because she's a great book list. She's never let me down except for this one book. The library book it's called. So weird. It was literally just about this person's love of libraries and just every single thing was about a library. I was like, I'm over it. Like I, I very much appreciate libraries. They are a great part of this country. Um, I love my like personal library. It's great, but uh no, I don't want to read all about that. It was just not not a vibe. Um, where the crawdads sing, that was definitely hyped. I thought it was really good, but I know some people have read it and they felt like it was overhyped, so then they kind of got like down and that's always sad. I always gas things up and then I feel like it kind of lets people down, but I'm just a very excited person. I think that's a great read. A little slow in the beginning, but it really takes you like maybe a quarter in on, I would say, while you're through it. Silent Patient, one of the best books. Holy moly. If you like anything psych related, this is just amazing. Um, it's about a, I will actually give a synopsis of this one briefly. Um, this is about a, um, an artist and she ended up shooting her husband in the face with, um, like five bullets in the face and he was a famous photographer and she's never spoken after that happened. Like she never said a word. And so no one really knew what happened. And so instead of going to jail, she was put into this psych ward in England and, Everyone's been trying to help her, but she's, like, never been able to say anything. And then this one psychologist, like, goes over there to... And his mission is to get her to talk. That's it. Go read it. And then Untamed, which doesn't really fit into any of these, like, thriller types. But this is definitely a good book. I... It only relates... Well, no. Everyone can find something in the book that they can relate to. But I don't think, like, you can relate to all of it, necessarily. And it's, it's definitely an empowering book for females. It's to be unforgiving and to be you and to not care what anyone thinks. I think that's an awesome, 
um, message. I didn't read it as fast as like other books because you're not always in the mood for like a memoir style. Um, but I read it slowly and I definitely was like, yeah, yeah. For a lot of pieces, I thought it was a, a really good book. And I think that she, some things could be interpreted as a little um, cliche, but I think that she definitely did. Glennon Doyle, I think she she did a really good job with um, just, I love the word encompass if you haven't noticed. Encompassing her life while also be like narrative, but introducing just like feminist pieces and just relating everything to other people and not just making like it about herself so I do think that is a good book if you want to read in your lifetime um and then some educational books so you want to talk about race that was amazing I highlighted a lot of that um did little like blurbs writing it's just an amazing book especially as someone who's white it's awesome to read to to just get like not necessarily even a glimpse but to have an understanding to continuously educate yourself and know that that's what you have to do is to continuously learn, um, especially when you are not the one that is suffering. Color of Law is what I just started. That's what I've been trying to do, but I haven't done this week because it was such a busy week with this exam. But going to bed instead of going on my phone for 15 minutes, I would just go um, read. So I did that like literally one night. So I've, barely, I've basically read the pre preface, but um, I'm going to read up every night now I mean, I'm still going to study, but I'm not going to be as stressed. So that's what I'm going to be doing. It's about like redlining in Chicago and like how America really set up segregation, like the actual government itself. So I'm very interested in getting started with that. The Hate You Gave, amazing book, um, really easy to read. I actually laughed at some points, which is so, I think that's just so amazing that you can laugh while talking about something so serious because it really gets every part of your emotions and that's what makes the story stick is that it just, it wasn't just like one linear emotion the entire time. She took you through like a roller coaster and it made it so much more lifelike because life is, is not unilateral. It's like you go through, and a single day you're like a roller coaster you're never feeling one type of way and I think that she did such an amazing job of making it real life while also showing a real problem that America and like the world faces of um criminalizing like black men and discriminating against black community and um minorities it's an awesome book in regards to podcast crime junkie baby my fave. I actually had to take a break from it because I was having really weird dreams. Um, so I didn't listen to it for like months. And then I have rules of not listening to it at night. And I don't listen to it in the shower. That was a big mistake that I made one time because I was trying to, it was last year and I was just trying to like get my timing right. And I felt like I had, like, I had to study all the time and I wanted to listen to it a little bit. And so then I had lights down low, my salt lamp on my crime junkie and then I think my roommate Samantha like knocked or something I screamed I just we were just right in the middle of like what happened like and he murdered her and then it's like knock, knock, knock. I was like oh my gosh I'm literally I this is where I go this is where I die but not to be insensitive because crime junkie talks about real real situations um so I think sometimes we forget about that that they're so good at storytelling but these are real situations and real people and it's very sad and I listen to it because I, I I feel like I care I mean I obviously do but I I really care about all these people that have just been harmed in such bad ways and I think it's 
I mean, I, I like it when justice is served. The worst ones are when they're unresolved. Those are really hard to listen to because I just feel like there's no closure for the families and the people affected. And they're very aggravating sometimes because the perpetrator, like the, the criminal in this situation, just never gets the justice that they deserve or the punishment they deserve. And, or maybe they're never found and that's just like really sad, but I do love listening to that. Counterclock is a really good one. I think it's made by the same people that do Crime Junkie. It's just a different host and she's amazing. You can tell she's well-researched and she takes one situation, like one case and spreads it apart over certain episodes. I'm, I've only listened to season two, which is still ongoing. I have not listened to season one, but I should. Um, but that one's awesome if you're into crime. Daily Show, that's what I listen to for my news. Love Trevor Noah. Uh, Medical Murders is, wow, very dark. I, yeah, gotta, gotta listen to some happier things. I mean, I do listen to some other stuff, but I literally only listen to Crime Drinking on Mondays and Counterclock, um, Thursdays when I come back from Boston and, like, Daily Show, like, when I'm in the shower, when I have a free time in my car, Medical Murders is good because it's kind of showing things like HIPAA, like you take a Hippocratic Oath to uh, be the best provider that you can be, and it's just, it's so sad to see that some people take advantage of that, some providers in horrible situations. I just can't believe some people got away with certain things. And then The Breakdown, um, that one's awesome for, it's very quick, and then gives you updates on racial issues, social issues, politics. I love listening to that. Um... So those are the books, podcasts, and then a show that I've been watching that I've been telling everyone to watch is 16 and Recovering on MTV, um, and it's amazing. It's about a high school in the South Shore that it's one of the only high schools in America that only has addict teenagers enrolled, and it's amazing. Like, I want to be the principal when I grow up. She's amazing. Everyone that works there is amazing. All the kids are amazing. It's the one of the statements that's really stuck with me that she said was that we treat our kids in America or like in general we just treat our kids with addiction like they're bad people not like they're sick like they have like an addiction is an illness and a lot of the children the teenagers rather um they have bad like self-esteem issues trauma like domestic violence they've been through like so many family problems friend problems um and it's just so sad. One of the girls was like, I didn't wake up and want to shoot heroin. Like, I didn't wake up and think that's what I want to do. Um, but they've all become addicts in their own stories. And every single episode highlights um, a certain student or a couple students. And they, like, they stayed with them. Like, the, the crew, the film crew stayed with them, I think, for, like, a year. And they had unprecedented, like, access to everything. And it was just amazing. It's just the right way, I feel like, to to treat and to counsel and to love these kids because there's so many that overdose and and die. And it's just given me a lot of perspective about addiction and teenage addicts and just everything in general and how it's an ongoing battle. And they said that a lot of the times people like relapse like multiple, multiple, multiple times. And that's just a part of the process. So I think that's a great show. That's on Monday nights, but it hasn't been every Monday night. I record it and watch like half if I have a break and then I'll watch the other half but I it is very sad I know a lot of people don't like to watch that kind of stuff but I feel like I'm learning while watching it I don't really like to watch things that I feel like my brain turned off when you watch it but sometimes I do like be real um but 
yeah, that's pretty much what I have been watching. Like, football, like, on the weekends, I'll put on. But nothing. And I like my YouTube. Yeah. I haven't really had a lot of time to do a lot of other stuff. But, you know, we do what we can. We do what we can. Um, so, yes. I'm pretty sure that's that's the end. But I wanted to give you guys a little niblets of stuff to take away from this episode. So you got some books to read, some podcasts to listen to, maybe a TV show. Hey. And then updates about myself, if you were curious. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to keep doing these episodes, try to get someone on. Um, but, you know, I understand like how it's like if you follow someone and they never really pose and it's just kind of annoying and then you lose interest. So I don't really want that to happen. Um, but I'm going to do the best I can, do the best for me. But I love making these. So I don't know if I'm necessarily going to commit to some sort of schedule, maybe like every other week. Um, but I know that it would motivate me if I had like a deadline every week, which I did in the summer. So I will figure that out and get back at you. Um, but yay! Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will be back. Have a great day, night, morning, whenever you're listening. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in with Let's Chat with Lexi Frat. Bye.